Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is The Surge Effect, and I'm your host, Mike Surge. This podcast will be talking about anything and everything. Life in general to current events and past events, and all things about this beautiful and wonderful world that we live in. And this podcast, well, it'll probably have an effect on you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Surge Effect. In this episode of The Surge Effect, we're going to be talking about Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter and how others feel about it, as well as fundamental freedoms that every human being on this planet should have, but does not. So please don't forget to subscribe and like my channel. Hit the little bell for notifications. It just kind of moves up the algorithm on YouTube. Much appreciated. All right, so let's just get into it. Everyone, or almost everyone, knows by now that Elon Musk purchased Twitter for $44 billion. You love the guy or hate the guy, he wants to have the ability to have free speech and not be censored. He likes it to, uh, he likens it to like a town square, like a town hall, where everyone has uh, the ability to go ahead and put forth their opinion. And uh, that's what he, that's his vision, so... Anyway, tweeting this out right after he took ownership of the company, he said, The bird is freed. And right shortly after that, he fired the top three executives of Twitter. And of course, he received a lot of backlash over that. You know, why do you let these people go and all this other stuff? But uh, people people know that usually when people take over a company, they let the top brass go. And then they usually they bring in their own accountants and all that fun stuff. But that's how it works. Anyway, Elon let these three people go and... You know, people are feeling bad for them and all that stuff, but I wouldn't feel too bad for them just yet because uh, if you're just, you know, reading the papers over the last day or two, you'll see that they uh, received a combined severance package of about $200 million that Elon has to pay them all. So there you go. So now you can slag on Elon, Elon a bit more, I guess, because he just lost another $200 million. But uh, anyway, that's what he has to pay these people. So now there are uh, numerous people in the media and on the left of this information who think that this is a very bad thing, of course, for Elon buying Twitter because they think he's going to you know, abuse it and abuse the power and all that stuff. So they think it's a bad, bad thing. Well, my question would be, why do they think it's a bad thing? Why is it so bad that, that he now owns Twitter, whereas before when Twitter was being ran by people who were silencing people, deleting people's accounts, uh, not giving out proper information, you know, that was that was okay, but uh, now he has it and he wants to have things freer. It's not okay. It doesn't quite doesn't quite make sense. Because two years ago, if uh, people remember correctly, Twitter shut down the New York Post's account. The New York Post's account. They shut it down when they supplied a link as well as a story to Hunter Biden's laptop and the information that was on it. Now, the reason for this, they said it was disinformation and it wasn't actual facts. Well, we all know now that, in fact, it was factual information. It wasn't misinformation, but that's what the mainstream media, of course, does. They play this little game. They spoon-feed you information, and then you eat that information that they feed you. And uh, that's how this stuff works. Anyway, Bill Maher was talking about this actual uh, event the other day on his show. Here, have a look at this clip. Hunter Biden's emails. And it turned out that was a real story. Right. You failed. Now, along with that, the New York Post, they were getting their stories taken down, not only by Twitter, but also by Facebook. 
And it just shows a certain bias, I believe, uh, about the information and the people, what they want you to know or what they don't want you to know. That's the information that they put out there. If they want you to know something, they'll just put it out. If they don't want you to know something, they'll they'll just uh, they'll suspend it. They'll they'll suppress it. And uh, like I said, in my opinion, I just, it's not right for for doing that. You should let you have the information, and you just figure it out yourself. But with Twitter and Facebook, they can call it whatever they want. But it is suppression, and it's uh, of this information that should have been it should have been released. And freedom of press. In the United States, it didn't just seem to work too well, in, in my opinion, again, in this particular case. You can also check out this clip, of course, from Tom Poole. He was on the Joe Rogan Show and uh, with one of the ladies that was, or one of the, the higher-ups on Twitter that was fired, uh, Vijaya Gadi. Uh, she was one of the top executives, and uh, she was on the Joe Rogan Show at this time, and uh, they were having a little back and forth. You can listen to what they have to say, Tim Poole and her. Check it out. Well, so there's so uh, we can just get into all of the big examples. I mean, uh, starting I'd, with me. I'd love to, Tim, but can we just take a step back and, and try to level set what we're trying to do with our policies? Because okay, sure. I think it's worth Please, doing. Yes, that. yes. So as as a as a high level, I personally, and this is my job to run the policy team. I believe that everyone has a voice and should be able to use it, and I want them to be able to use it online. Now, where we draw a line is when people use their voice and use their platform to abuse and harass other people to silence them. Because I think that that's what we've seen over the years is a number of people who have been silenced online because of the abuse and harassment they've received and they either stop talking or they leave the platform in its entirety. If you look at free expression and free speech laws around the world, they're not absolute. They're not absolute. There's always limitations on what you can say. And it's when you're starting to endanger other people. So, so, so my question then is, when I was physically threatened on Twitter, you guys refused to take down the tweet. And I showed up in Berkeley and someone physically threatened me because they were encouraged to. When I was in Venezuela, I was physically threatened by a high-profile individual, 10,000 people tweeting at me, you guys do nothing, right? So I, I guess there's the obvious question of why does it always feel like your policies are going one direction politically? You say it's about behavior, you said it several times already, but I've, already, I've got tons of examples of that not being the case. And you will always be able to find those examples. Yeah, examples where you guys were alerted multiple times and did nothing, like when Antifa doxed a bunch of law enforcement agents, some of the tweets were removed, but since September, this tweet is still live with a list of private phone numbers, addresses, yet Kathy Griffin, she's fine. The guy who threatened the lives of these kids in Covington and said, lock them in the school and burn it down, you did nothing. I mean, he got suspended to take his tweets down. Was he banned for threatening the lives of kids? Absolutely not. Now, who's the gatekeeper? And who decides uh, what's not good speech? What's good speech? Uh, what's who decides what's offensive, what's not offensive, who decides what words you can use, what words you can't use, you know, like who decides all this stuff? Who's the, who's the ultimate gatekeeper for this? And uh, it's a good question to ask because like the old saying goes that whoever controls a narrative, they control history. They, they get to write the history books, those people that control that narrative. And uh, once again, it's uh, not giving you all the information that you need to have. To make up your own mind and just giving you a little bits and bobbles of information isn't uh isn't quite cutting it so this kind of absolute power is very very scary of course and it's concerning companies they can just delete you delete your message delete your information so that no one can hear you and no one even hears what you get to bring to the table they they, they don't even get to listen to you so when they control this stuff it's just it's just next level control for me it's just the suppression that it's at its finest and uh it is not good in any 
type of uh, form or media. Elon's basic concept for freedom of speech is it's relatively simple. And uh, listen to his own words, what he believes. He was on a, a show one time and he, he said this. Listen to Elon. Well, I think it's very important for uh, there to be an inclusive arena for free speech uh, where all, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, Twitter has become kind of the de facto town square. Um, so uh, it, it, it's just really important that people have the, both the, uh, the reality and the perception uh, that they are able to speak freely within the bounds of the law. Um, and a good sign as to whether so there is free speech is, uh, is, is someone you don't like allowed to say something you don't like. And if that is the case, then we have free speech. And it's, it's damn annoying when someone you don't like says something you don't like. That is a sign of a healthy, functioning, uh, free speech situation. So that's what, he, that's what he thinks, you know, freedom is. <laughs> saying, saying stuff to somebody that you're not really like, that you're not really too fond of. Uh, they get to say what, something that you, maybe you don't really agree with. I mean, that's pretty basic, but that's the way life is, right? And uh, it's just the way, it, that's the way it works. What does freedom mean to you? Just a simple question. Just, you can put your answers down the, in the comments below. Um, freedom means something different to everybody. And uh, I'm sure you have your own spin on it. But here are some folks from different walks of life and from around the world, and they have their views on freedom. And here's some of theirs. Check these out. Freedom means something different to everyone. For me, freedom means representation. It's the choice to be invisible or to be visible. Freedom is a birthright. I think it's it's life's journey. I think everything longs to be free. We're also vulnerable. And um, I think that's the strength of a woman. Having the choice to do what I love as a job. Freedom means being able to say no and not feeling guilty afterwards. While you're saying I can't, I'm just gonna go do it. We can say the things that are unacceptable. Supporting women of color so we all have equal rights. Freedom to, to love who you wanna love, to be who you wanna be. Life is freedom and freedom is life. Being okay with walking out of the house without makeup on. This is my face, this is what I look like. That I could wake up in the morning and pat myself on the back and say you're doing a really great job keep it up not caring what people think about me is freedom freedom means being able to hold the hand of my husband in any city anywhere to be so loud that everyone can hear your story getting out of myself and into the world being able to walk down the street at any time of day to have freedom to have a voice as women loving yourself enough to ask for help when you need it driving on a sunny day open road freedom to feel whatever I want. Being able to talk about the things that scare you. The ability to choose without limitation or judgment. Freedom in telling the truth. I'm not alone. I'm one of many and that we're stronger together. It's focusing on the good. Be myself without being stifled or oppressed. And express yourself when you want to. Not being afraid to let people know what I think. No assumptions where if I say I'm married, people think it's to a man. More people of all genders behind the board in recording studios. Work, live, and play 
with full equality rights. Having the right to be whoever the f you want to be. Living in a non-jealous world. And to experience that kind of freedom to pursue what is in their heart. Freedom from emotional, from psychological enslavement as well. Freedom is self-release from the shackles of self-doubt. Freedom means that no one is victim of injustice. Honoring your truth and your desires. Freedom of self-judgment. Knowing what life is without the shell, without the skin, without the limits, just being free. Freedom is today, right here, right now. Varying different points of views, of course, from that clip about freedom, numerous people, the freedom that the people from Canada and the United States, we all share similar rights and freedoms. And here's the First Amendment right for the Americans. And here's what it says. The First Amendment guarantees freedom concerning religion, expression, assembly, and the right to petition. It forbids Congress from both promoting one religion over others and also restricting an individual's religious practices. It guarantees freedom of expression by prohibiting Congress from restricting the press or the rights of the individuals to speak freely. It also guarantees the rights of citizens to assemble peacefully and to petition their government. Now, right here in Canada, we have our own uh, freedoms, uh, Charter of Rights and Freedoms, and of course our Bill of Rights created by John Diefenbaker back in the early 60s. Our uh, uh, fundamental freedoms are this. Everyone has the following fundamental freedoms. Freedom of, con freedom of conscience and religion, freedom of thought, belief, opinion, and expression, including freedom of the press and other media of communication. Freedom of uh, peaceful assembly and freedom of association. I am Canadian, a free Canadian. Free to speak without fear, free to worship God in my own way, free to stand for what I th think right, free to oppose what I believe wrong, free to choose those who govern my country. This heritage of freedom I pledge to uphold for myself and all mankind. John Diefenbaker, House of Commons Debates, July 1st. 1960. Now, each and every one of us, we all have our own ideas about freedom and what it means. Here's another video of some more people talking about freedom. Have a look. What does freedom mean to me? Um, freedom. Freedom. Freedom to me is, it means liberty, like liberty and means that you can do whatever you want to do. Freedom is the ability to express whatever you want to express. The ability to speak my mind. Be able to speak when you want to speak. And, you know, dress the way you want to dress, act the way you want to act without being judged. To go anywhere, see anything. You can go here in Philadelphia, you can go travel, do, do stuff really. Not getting stuck behind a desk. Freedom is a part of being independent also. And, you know, if you have that sense of independence, then you're free in, in many different ways. Freedom means to be able to do what you wish, when you wish to do it, as long as it's within the limits of law and ethics and morality. Without any limitations or restrictions. Okay, freedom has to stop at some point where you're encroaching on somebody else's. That doesn't harm, disable, or put an end to anyone else. Freedom is creativity, you know? Uh, that, that's what it is to me, to, to, to create, to, to, to do something. 
you know, I'm not saying one thing one way or another, but if I some, someday meet the woman of my dreams, I'd like to be able to marry her. Freedom to decide who and what you want to be and where. I guess that's what civilization is about, where you should be free to a certain extent until you're taking somebody else's freedom away from you. And not being bogged down by the whole, you have to do this, you have to do that, you know? Not having the, having, having enough time to enjoy being alive. You know, so, that's, I think that's real freedom. Now, once again, what does freedom mean to you? Drop your comments below. I want to hear them. I want to look at them. I want to read them. And everyone's different for sure. On this November 11th coming up, as it gets closer, don't forget why we go to those cenotaphs and pay our respects to those who paid the ultimate price for freedom. The men and women who laid it all on the line. So those who came after, we all had a better way of life. And hopefully would never have to go through what they had to endure for the world to be free of tyranny. Like I said, we all look at freedom differently and have a different way to look at it. When I look at all the sacrifices made by the military, men and women from around the world that paid a heavy price, they will not be forgotten. I think of freedom every time I see pictures like these, or this, or this one, as well as the Vimy Ridge Monument where my grandfather served in World War I, as well as the many graves of soldiers buried in far-off lands and at home. If these pictures don't stir up emotions and feelings of freedom and patriotism, I really don't know what will, as it does for me. Freedom, eh? What a concept, and what a way to live this beautiful thing called life. No expression, no oppression, no tyranny, no communist, dictatorial, socialist rule. Being a free human, being able to live your life without the interference from government control. Free to be able to accomplish anything you want in this short time. We are all here on this planet. Free to enjoy everything in life has to offer. Now, you're on the right path to freedom. Anyway, folks, that's the end of my podcast. Uh, you can find my podcast on the uh, YouTube channel, of course, is YouTube at The Surge Effect. Uh, you'll also find me on Rumble.com, The Surge Effect. And you'll find me on any phone application for a podcast application on your phone. So whether it's uh, Samsung or iPhone, it's just The Surge Effect, all one word. Anyway, uh, this podcast was short and sweet. Twitter and freedom, fairly straightforward, fairly easy. Thank you all for listening. And until next time. I'm off the air. Cheers, everyone. This episode sponsored by He Shirts, She Shirts. Go to www.heshirtsshishirts.ca. Just type in the letters TSA, The Surge Effect. When you check out, type in TSA for your coupon and receive 10% off your next purchase. Thanks for listening to today's podcast, everybody.